Good evening, bowlers. Welcome to the 75th episode of The Step Back. It's your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses, Nick's tape, Jape, back in the building on this Thursday sure. evening. Another week in the league, trucking along. Christmas right around the corner. Got past our Thanksgiving sure. dinners. How you how you feeling up there, brother? I'm doing good. I mean, no complaints. Making it happen throughout the holidays. Um, Nick's playing like shit, but hey, we still bing bong. I mean, fuck your life. <laughs> now they they need to start playing better. But other than that, I'm, I'm doing well. See, I'm glad this here that you feeling better. Get that out your systems. Like I said, take the Buckleys. Man, but Buckleys is so long ago. But you're right, man. It tastes like tastes like trash, but it works. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't, I don't think I don't think they have Buckleys around here, though. I might have to go to like, <laughs> I think you got to go to a different neighborhood for it. But um, <laughs> otherwise, you know, it's cold today. It was cold yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's supposed to be 65 on Saturday. This weather makes no damn sense. Nah. Uh, Nick's making no sense. The Nets making no sense. <laughs> Facts. You know, we saw a lot of things going on around the league. Curry about to break the all-time record. Uh, mm-hmm. Guys coming in, either you know, you don't know what shape is Zion or Luca's in. You get clicking <laughs> pictures. You know what, man? It, it, it it's just it's wild in the association. Mm-hmm. But let's jump right Absolutely. into it. You know, you got, got some players, veteran players at that, uh, going out of their respective rotations in Kemba Walker and Blake Griffin for Brooklyn. Uh, Kemba's struggles have been. Well documented in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. it kind of like a progression, well, regression, uh, being benched in the fourth quarter till completely out of rotation. Uh, so far, he's handled it like a professional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of young guys look to him on the team, but you know, was was it a mistake to take Kemba completely out the rotation? Um, I'm I was fifty fifty on it. Because his numbers weren't really that bad. I think it was more he didn't play defense like Tibbs wanted to. So Tibbs is that kind of guy. Listen, you're not playing defense. I don't give a damn how good you score. Get your ass on the bench. So I think just his leadership is needed. You know, as much as I like, you know, Rose and quickly, they could come in and start. But I like them more off the bench because you get that punch. You know, when Kemba's on, you know, he's top 10, top 15 point, somewhere around that top 15 point guard. And... I know his defense is last, but that's why you got guys like Mitchell Robinson to kind of pick up the slack. You got the guys like RJ improving on defense. Fournier, anyway, forget about his defense. What defense? And Randall, you know, it's much to be desired, but he can hold it down when he's actually all the way in. But honestly, I would get Kimba back out there because he kind of can he can jumpstart an offense if need be. And Randall needs somebody that can knock down shots too because Fournier is not doing it either. So – Kind of in trouble. Right. And, and that's what I was going to say. We saw Kemba and Fournier kind of like bench in the fourth quarter. Fournier just, just bricking up shots at every opportunity. Mm-hmm. But there's no I, – I guess there's no suitable replacement for him. So he has to play the minutes. Mm-hmm. And we, we've seen uh, Nerlens Noel go into the starting lineup, place Mitch on the bench, and uh, Mitch had his best game against San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So – the Knicks lacking consistency. Where do you think 
one, I guess, what would you do in order to either uh, improve the team or if there were any like uh, roster changes or lineup changes you'd make? Listen, honestly, um, now I see what you went through with the Nets. They need a closer. We need one. It's just they got to make a trade. They got to get, you know, maybe a Towns in there because, honestly, I'll take Towns over Mitchell. I'm roll. I'm not, I'm not trading RJ. I'm really not because I think you're going to need him in the long run. But they got to figure out. You got the picks. You got some players that you can do. You know, you can get a cat, maybe a Lillard, maybe. But you got to get a player that can actually put the points up. Because when we get behind in games, yeah, it's nice to come back once or twice, but you can't be getting down 15, 20 points after the first quarter and expect to make a comeback every single time because it's just not going to happen. Um, but, yeah, they, they got to do something. They got to make a trade. Hey, they have to. So Towns, Towns is your first choice? It would be Lillard. But, I mean, if you make that Lillard move as a championship, like, move. Like, that's okay. the last piece. And I think I like Towns because he can be that number one guy. Watch him play a lot. He can be that number one guy to Randall because Randall is just not a number one guy. As much as I like him, he's not. And the way he plays is really – it's irritating because you see him, he'll go, he'll dribble in the double teams. He, his vision is not there from last year. He would pick it up as soon as he sees the double, pass it out. He's trying to dribble, think it's and one. I, I don't know what the hell he thinks he's doing, but it's just – it's not working. Like maybe I, – I don't know. Obviously, the book's the – Books out on him. They know what he's going to do. Shots are not falling for a lot of part, but I I just like somebody like Cat, you know, Cat to come in and go to work. But I'm not opposed to Lillard. Like I said, it's mortgage and a lot of the future. You kind of, it's hard. Do you think that this is a reflection of what the team was supposed to be last year, despite all the roster changes and all like, uh, but, I mean, let's face it, the, the Knicks as a four seed last so year, they overachieved. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not going to say it and go, oh, yeah, we, we, I knew this was going to – no, absolutely. I thought – as we sat on the podcast, I said seven, eight seed, I'll be okay with. They they went to fourth, and they did it. They got exposed. They, holy by the Hawks. <laughs> Trey Young just said, no, nah, this is my town. This is – New York's my town. Atlanta's my town. We're going to work. But – Yeah, you got a mayor of a vote. I know that was pretty wild. See, that's love. He he said it. But they really have to, you know, dig deep. And if they can't dig deep, the changes you got to make, you got to make these trades. We've seen the Nets do it. We've seen the Bulls, you know, go into free agency and get their star players. And I was hoping we went in free agency and got the star players. But you got to build that culture. And But I'm pretty sure guys are going to want to play for New York now. And they can see things are changing finally. But let me start with Cat. Like I said, I think he'll be an easier get. Mm-hmm. No, but we'll, we'll see. It, it, should, it should definitely be appealing to him. Very much. I mean, Kyrie did. <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> Patty Mills, though. <laughs> Look out for the T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned Randall and his more or less inconsistent play. Uh, mm-hmm. First time we actually spoke since the Knicks Nets matchup last Monday, which was a hell of a game in itself. That was good. It was good. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that in the playoff series. Absolutely. Randall, 
and it was a back and forth game. Knicks were up by a bit. Nets were up by a lot. Knicks made a comeback. And down the stretch, you know, KD took over and mm-hmm. pretty much put, put the game on ice. But uh, Julius Randle picking up a technical foul in the last two minutes, that can't happen. And then the final play where Mitchell Robinson commits the foul is just – Oh, God. It's mind-boggling what he does on the court sometimes. Yeah, he he is – like his IQ is really uh, – I'm trying to – I mean, that's a step back. He's dumb as a box of rocks, man. Let, let's be honest. I mean, come on. Just put your arms up. Don't try to do anything extra. Just put him up. You're 6'10". Your wingspan's like 7'4". Just put him up. If he makes it, he makes it. Take your hat off to him. But, yeah, his IQ – Randall, too. His IQ isn't there for some reason. I don't know – what happened? I understand you get the contract. I understand, dude, you're the man on the team. We get it. We know that. But you also have to be able to trust your teammates, find your teammates when these guys are doubling. You see the double coming. It's not like it's lightning quick. You can read that and see it. But, you know, he wants to be Mr. N1, N1 remix, and just turn the ball over four or five times. You can't do that, especially as the leader of the team. We've, you've shown that you can be the leader on the team, but you're showing that you're a number two. You're not a number one. And also with RJ's shooting inconsistencies, that's a big – that's big. Because, you know, like, yeah, he had a great game in San Antonio, 32 points, seven threes, a career high. But we need more of that. You know, we got to have more of the five for seven nights from downtown instead of one of tens and – That'll kill you every single time. And Tibbs has to just figure out the rotations. I like what he said, you know, if things don't start changing, change is going to have to be made. It's screw your feelings. I mean, bing bong. (laughs) Would you put Toppin in the starting lineup? Absolutely. I would. I I honestly would. He brings a bounce to it. And, dude, he's really hard to contain athletically, you're not going to really do anything with him. Either you're going to foul him or he's going to get the dunk or get an easy bucket. Um, I honestly would. Because him and Randall, for some reason, they play well on the floor together. That shocked me, honestly, because I didn't think it was really going to work. But the way Obi moves around on the floor is really helpful to Randall and the other guys on the floor. Like a quickly, he gets a lot of open looks. Um, I, I want to see more Quentin Grimes. Mm-hmm. You know, dude, he was a good 3 and D guy. You got to start playing. Bring up McBride. You know, if you're not going to use, you know, quickly. I want to see a quickly McBride. McBride is a great defensive player. I watched a few games in, down in the G League. The dude can lock it down. And he's tough. And you just got, you have to use these kind of guys. You have to use them. You just can't let them sit on the bench right away. I mean, Kevin yeah, put Kevin. I was just about to say that. Kevin, listen, <laughs> he got to play for something, right? <laughs> He's playing for his next contract. They ain't going to be here, but he's playing for his next contract. Let these kids play, man. You have to see what you have. Yes, it's nice to lean on your veterans, but rebuilding is rebuilding. That's what the Knicks had to do. You got these picks. You know, you got two in the first round. Just, yeah, you can't you can't mess it up. Let the kids play. Just like baseball. Let the kids play. Baseball, I mean, that's a game with no with no faces. Oh, yeah, that's true. It kind of sucks, but... Shout out to the lockout. <laughs> Shout out to Dawn City, man. Y'all got, they're going to be doing some heavy lifting, man. Yeah, that's going to be a long winter for those guys. Mm-hmm. Of course, when we get Max Scherzer, they go on the lockout. Mets can't ever have shit. <laughs> oh, you, you think Buck's going to be the manager? 
I think so. I mean, I'm not with this rookie manager. I, I, you got to go experience. He, he knows New York. He's been in. He's been in these situations. He changes the culture of the team. Um, oh, oh, another orange and blue team that needs a culture change. Go figure. Um, yeah, I think Buck is going to be the guy. I know he's not, you know, analytically sound, but he's willing to listen. You got to give him the shot to do that. You know, you've been out of coaching for so long, and you start hearing these things. Listen, you gotta you gotta change towards the time. So, let's see what happens. But we'll definitely let those guys on Dung City do their thing. Henry, Vince, we appreciate y'all. Keep it up, fellas. Wednesday night baseball life, eight p.m. over, and uh, that's that's Dung City. Shout out to those guys. Um, I know we mentioned Brooklyn, and, and Blake Griffin has finally been removed from the rotation. Uh, I mean, he's looked awful. He's putting up bricks. He's playing defense really well, but mm-hmm. he was so much of an, of an offensive liability that there was no point in playing him anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that Claxton's back and uh, Aldridge has really uh, come to life, mm-hmm. it, it's just hard to keep uh, an, an excuse for Griffin to stay out there. And credit to him, although I don't think Nash ever told him his plans, Mm-hmm. You know, he's, again, two veterans who's been in the league for a number of years, each had their accolades, multiple-time All-Stars. Brooklyn isn't filled with young guys like the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So, Blake is out to win a championship. I, I I know he wants to be part of it. I'm pretty sure later on down the line, it will come to fruition. He'll have mm-hmm. a, a more defined role, but you cannot be shooting. 20% from three and just, mm-hmm. he looks a step slow uh, you put him on pick and roll defense he's completely lost mm-hmm. uh, so I, I get it but I, I think the next one to hit the pine for an extended period of time is uh, Paul Millsap because you know, I, I, I like him he's an, another like well rounded bet but oh, he also looks a bit slow like hesitant oh, yeah. to take shots, and James Harden just, just you talk about walking turnover. Good God. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Kyrie, not having Kyrie, you starting to see how big of an impact it, it is, man. They they can't. They need him on the floor. You know, KD is going to be KD, dude. Uh, that's that's just a given. But yeah, yeah James Harden got off easy. But you got guys like Cam Thomas. We talked about him before the draft. The kid, that kid is good. He's going to be really good. Um, Patty Mills has stepped up tremendously for them. Um, the vet, you know, that Spurs that Spurs game, man. He can, he can turn it around. He can shoot. He's tough on defense. You know, he just plays hard. And what's going on with uh, Claxton? Did he just come back finally? Yeah, he just came back last week. Mm-hmm. Missed a good part of a season. Uh, it was more or less conditioning type, and you say he had an illness where I guess he lost a lot of weight and his conditioning was mm-hmm. bad. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I thought he he is the linchpin that's needed to win a championship besides Kyrie because they mm-hmm. can afford to play him and Aldridge. You know, they could mm-hmm. uh, uh, mess around with those rotations. As you see mm-hmm. the other night against Dallas where they came back from 17 down, Mm-hmm. Claxton played the last 11 minutes of the game at, along with KD and Harden. Mm-hmm. So, and which was another thing. Uh, Durant leaves the league in minutes played. Uh, finally took a rest last night against Houston. 
mm-hmm. in which a game they figured they, they, they lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll get into Houston in a bit, but they're, they're a very weird team, but they're starting to hit their stride. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Brooklyn is a team that, one, now you, you notice the importance of Joe Harris. Oh, yeah. Because they, they lack the shooting. And two, they cannot win a game against elite teams without Kyrie. Uh, mm-hmm. They blew the game against Chicago. They lost against Golden State. They can't beat Miami. They can't beat Milwaukee. You, they can beat teams like the Thunder and, you know, the Magic and the Pelicans. You know, you, and even that was a struggle. But, you know, like I said, KD was the greatest equalizer mm-hmm. for, for teams with stout defensive principles and at least an, another score. Harden is, you know, somewhat forced. And, and I can't believe he said this. He doesn't know when he'll be a a facilitator or a score like what you, you you went through five straight games of like 50 points and and whatnot i mean mm-hmm. uh, the idea that you you don't know when you want to facilitate and when you want to score it i mean shouldn't scoring mm-hmm. be like the first option and i i guess that's against his his mindset as a point guard but at this point there's i feel there's so many things that harton does wrong uh, one, uh, he moves too slow for me. He he walks up the court too often, mm-hmm. which gives the teams time to uh, puts him at half court. Mm-hmm. By that time, it's like 15 seconds left on the clock, 14 seconds. You can't. It's hard to get into an offense that way. Two, uh, he's waiting. He's ever waiting too long for a pick, and not driving downhill towards the basket, and. Mm-hmm. He's, he's getting a little better at it by going to the free throw line, but I still think he's kind of looking for contact, waiting for a foul, oh. mm-hmm. and not attempting to finish the play. Mm. But when you see him more decisive and aggressive, uh, that's when you know he's at his best. But mm. right now, too often, it, it's too indecisive. Mm-hmm. And that, um, that actually takes away from his efficiency, too, when he tries to actually draw that contact when he was doesn't get it. That and you can tell he just his head down and gets upset. But yeah, you guys, it's you're not gonna beat the top teams like that, man. You're just gonna be pedaling in that fourth or fifth range, maybe top three because of KD and what he can do. But yeah, right now all eyes on Kyrie. God. You gotta he gotta look at himself in the mirror and see his team basically struggling like this. It's not a good look at all. Yeah, yeah. KD. He wants to play basketball, as he says. You know, he wants to play, but dude, coming off that major injury, I know you look good, but you never know what's gonna when that's gonna flare up again, or if it could happen again. But yeah, they they gotta figure something out with that. Yeah, I, I'm amazed at how like often he's playing uh, 40, mm-hmm. 40 plus minutes a night each night, and you know they get on guys for you know taking games off, low management and all. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, credit to him playing all these minutes, even after the Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's refreshing to see. So I, I did not have a problem with him getting a night off uh, against Houston because uh, you got to figure, think long-term picture. Mm-hmm. But they, they need a lot more from Harden, and obviously they need Kyrie back. But it is, it's just very, very 
puzzling to find out mm-hmm. how they're in first place in the East despite all these injuries. You know? you expect Kyrie back? If so, when? I, so what's funny is so they, he said he's still working out. Uh, he's still, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, technically in shape, you know, getting mm-hmm. his shots in and whatnot. And he clarified his stance again on the vaccine, saying that he wasn't anti-vaccine. He was more pro-choice, and he got away from this voice for the voiceless nonsense he was talking about. <laughs> um, and then he went into saying how he had a history. He was worried about the long-term effects of the vaccine, which mm. I guess is valid. Yeah. But and and you know, going on along with his injury history. And then <clears throat> he gave somewhat a uh, a hopeful answer, although this is just as weird as I think I know where you're going. <laughs> it's just just as weird as I think it is, because it, it justifies all logic. <laughs> a plant-based <laughs> vaccine. That's it right there. That's it. <laughs> so wait a minute. You you willing to take a plant-based vaccine? Because now he went to an all all plant diet. Mm-hmm. So. You're going to take a plant-based vaccine that only 300 people may have taken in China mm-hmm. instead of the millions and millions of people and, the, and your partners in the NBA uh, for uh, three potential options of a vaccine. Like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> I can't with this guy, man. I, I really can't. Like, what the hell? I... Huh? He's the most mind-boggling person I think I've ever even just seen. Dude, stop stop screwing around. We are gonna eat marijuana or something? That's plant based. What are you gonna do with that? Come on, like, dude, get the vaccine, shut the fuck up, and go. <laughs> get that. All right, Jack for the call of the day. Oh fuck! Damn, are you doing this for attention? Like what? I'm I'm going to go on a clinical trial for plant based, but not take proven <laughs> proven drug studies. What? Dab. <laughs> E-A-B. It's just, just stop. But all in all, they need him to win. Mm-hmm. And if you would ask me if he comes back, i say yes. Mm-hmm. I would say around the All-Star break. Okay. Okay. Around the All-Star break, I, I think he comes back. Fair enough. Oh, no, y'all need him. Good God, you have no idea. <laughs> But, star uh, players, I wouldn't know about it. Man, speaking of star players, Chicago was full of them. You know, they came yeah. last weekend. They swept New York teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lonzo, Zach, and uh, player of the week a couple weeks ago, DeMar DeRozan. I do. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we've been singing praises about DeRozan uh, for as long as you know we can remember. Uh, mm-hmm. Long-time underappreciated player, uh, mid-range assassin, and you know his time up in Toronto was kind of—it uh, was appreciated, but it wasn't, I guess, adored. Unless no. you're Kyle Lowry. <laughs> but you know Chicago is, you know, just chugging along. They're in second place in the East. Uh, mm-hmm. to found his groove. Bonzo Ball, uh, uh, Alex Caruso, 
I mean, he stole every damn pass from New York. I mean, he did. every pass. I mean, you talking about a Central Park thief. That was that dude, man. <laughs> that was serious. Like, Randall with the ball, he's not paying attention. I didn't realize his hands, was, his hands were so quick. I mean, that dude is swiping, no swiping. That dude is just off the chain. But this team, like I said, and I'll tell you guys in the chats, they're good. They're going to be a top team in the East. But the depth might kill them in the playoffs. I, that's the number one thing. Because Patrick Williams, when he went down, I think that was a big hit. Um, Kobe White, I'm not sure what he's doing. You know, I don't know if he's back to full health and actually doing what he can do. But I'm not seeing anything there. Uh, I just – I really don't. Right. Uh, but I, I do like what I'm seeing out of uh, uh, Deminsu. De oh, 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 Deminsu. Ayo. From Illinois. Yes, he's, he's good. He, I like that he's kid. He's coming. He's provided a spark, really provided mm-hmm. some shooting, does a little mm-hmm. bit of everything. And he does. that grit. But you're right about Kobe White. I, I think he's eventually a, a trade piece mm-hmm. for someone that they can – use either in a lineup for a big time power forward mm-hmm. or you know maybe they ship him off to indiana for a sabonis or something you know yeah but they their picks are kind of screwed up with that whole tampering thing see i cheated look at that <laughs> see what see what y'all doing see but yeah but what are you going to get javante greens of the world and the detroit browns i don't cause that's what i'm talking about we need you need more on there to make that step are you beating milwaukee are you going to take out, you know, the Nets in the seven-game series? You're going to need that. You're going to need all hands on deck to do that. But they're a great team. My man Zach Levine, singing his praises for years. I'm just glad he actually got into a situation where he can enjoy and play ball. He can be that guy. But DeMar DeRozan, man, mid-range guy. When you say a mid-range guy, that means he gets into his spot and he scores time over and over and over again. It doesn't matter. Just if you're on him, he gets in that spot, it's game over. And he's a top five candidate right now for the MVP. I'm not. I'm. I'll say that right now. But right now, the way he's playing, I, I can't deny him of that. The dude is. He's. He's doing his thing. But like I said, the Bulls—they're set up for the long term, man. They really are. With DeRozan, Levine, Vucevic, and plus, what do we say, Rion? What do you? When you do this, you extend your career. You learn oh, how to that, shoot those threes. Breeze, yep. You leave him open. And, and he was struggling in the beginning of the year, but, mm-hmm. you know, his track record showed he was going to, you know, come out of that funk. He was going to bounce back. So oh, I was never worried about Vucevic. He was one of the guys I thought about keeping in our fantasy mm-hmm. league, but uh, I decided to go with LaMelo and, you know, probably the top pick for uh, MVP and mm-hmm. Joker. So, mm-hmm. uh, Well, but, can't go wrong with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but no, Vucevic uh, finally turned it on and – I think – I know in the beginning of the year, a lot of people in the group saying, you know, Chicago top three. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I honestly thought it was a joke, but I did not think that they would gel this quickly mm-hmm. and that – I knew Levine would be a top option. And oh, yeah, absolutely. His his ascension to stardom is just – is amazing. It's just beginning, man. To think, to think Minnesota had Levine uh, – Wiggins. Wiggins. Towns. No, yeah, Towns. Uh, I, man. Yeah. 
It's it's great. That's what I mean. It's just it's irritating because you got that team with all that talent and not the right coach isn't there. Front office don't know what the hell they're doing. It's hey, but I'm I'm proud of Andrew Wiggins, man. I mean, I am really just happy to see him. He found a home with Golden State, and the dude is hitting his shots. He hits his mid-range. That's all we needed him to do. Hit the mid-range shot, and he's doing it. He's doing everything on the floor. Perfect spot for him in Golden State, man. I really hope he's there on the, for the long term because he's perfect there. Yeah, finally showing that number one potential. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe the vaccine might have injected some uh, confidence into him. So, <laughs> you know, good good for him because he, he was ridiculed for much of his career and, you know, mm-hmm. Apparently, I guess dunking on towns is one of his biggest things. So <laughs> that's what he wants to do. That's great for him. I know he had like eight threes the other night. And Golden State, I mean, very on another level. Curry is 10 threes away from breaking the record. And it, I know last night they played Portland, and it was like, what, uh, 16 away or 14 or something? The idea yeah. that he would hit 16 threes in the game, I mean, when nobody's yeah. hit more than 13, I mean, come on. Uh, no, I, I know he's not great. Yeah. yeah. Well, he I is mean, hitting those. He's yeah, hitting he wild stuff. <laughs> he, checking from, he checking from half court with two dudes on, he's still banking them. He, he literally is when he's just in the gym range. He steps in the gym, he has range. Even on his practice shots, dude was in the stands. He yeah, just tossed yeah. it up. I'm like, what? what? I, I'm once again, man. Greatest shooter ever. Man, you can give me a thousand tries. I probably wouldn't hit one. I'll nah. I'll be happy to hit the rim. <laughs> but man, he does it with EJ. That, I'm, that's the greatest shooter ever, people. It ain't before he said and done. He that that's the guy. Yeah, and and Draymond Green kind of made an interesting point. Once mm-hmm. Curry breaks. The record kind of said that there may be about five or six more people who would break Curry's record, mm-hmm. you know, based on the pace of play and obviously coming in the league, more three-pointer sh- uh, shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at like Buddy Heald and, or, you know, Lillard. Um, and honestly, I didn't realize Harden had that many threes. Oh, yeah. No step backs? No pun intended. Uh if there was anyone that you could see break Curry's record, uh, I guess I guess it would have to be active. Uh, do you see anyone that could break it? Uh, I would say I would give it to Dame. Dame could do it. He gets him up there too. Like you said, Buddy Hill. Um, but yeah, active. I'm, I'm going to go with Dame. Definitely go with Dame because he has that range too, and he'll he'll light it up if he has to. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Dan. All right, so we're not we're not gonna go with Duncan Robinson. All right, good. Um, <laughs> the, the man the man hit 250 in a year. Granted, he went old for like whatever the other night, but <laughs> you know, yeah, I want to see him hit more contested ones too because he, he was getting a lot of the books out on him too. They they rushing out after him. And he's not looking too good this year. They're like, oh no, we know we know who you are now. That's yeah, the thing. that's right. All right, we're coming at you. It's not what you do when you open. It's it's what you do when the book's out on you and everybody's coming down on you. 
at making adjustments, making adjustments to the adjustments. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Sir. Completely unrelated note, Justin Jefferson with a touchdown. <laughs> oh, wait. welcome to Detroit City. I said, welcome to Detroit City. Every place, <laughs> everywhere we are. Yeah. Man, uh, getting his first win. <laughs> and to finally have something break Detroit's way is <laughs> um, one in a million. I, I should have played a, like a lotto this week because – I got. I should have just kept that vibe going, but you know, shout out to Matt and Randy on the audible. I know they touched yes. on it a bit, and mm-hmm. you know, watching the bonfire they have in Chicago, <laughs> I, know, I know of the Bulls is a is a beacon of light say, <laughs> uh, uh, for Chicago because the White Sox are doing absolutely nothing, resigning Eaton, and the Cubs are just trash. So, shout out to Matt, Randy. Uh, so I got to watch the Giants every week. But um, catch those guys on the Audible Tuesday nights, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time over in Football Life. If you're not subscribed to the Life Group podcast on YouTube or on Anchor, Spotify, however you receive your podcast, those guys do an awesome job. Absolutely. Uh, the Warriors also broke the 17-game winning streak of the Phoenix Suns. Yep. It's, it, 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 it's over. Um, that was one hell of a run by Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Even with Booker uh, sustaining mm-hmm. the injury, Chris Paul just doing Chris Paul things, and uh, DeAndre Ayton playing like a madman. But, you know, I, I thought that team wouldn't have a chance of sniffing the uh, Western mm-hmm. Conference Finals. Uh, just chalked that one up to another bad take by me. <laughs> I'm going to hold that L. Um, but Phoenix, you know, I, I wish I didn't okay. know Chris Paul leading three teams to 17-plus straight wins. Absolutely. That, that point God, man. You, you don't get called that for no reason. Point God. Man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and amazed at it. Uh, considering where we are in the league today and, mm-hmm. you know, the different eras. I didn't – and I'm trying to think about that New Orleans team. You know, it, that New Orleans team, it was really good. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was 17 win, 17 nah. wins good. Nah, he, he did a lot of heavy lifting on that squad. Yeah. I mean, because if I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about – if I'm thinking of the right team, then we have, like, Julian Wright, uh, like – Kind of old Pages Sarkovich, mm-hmm. um, the young Tyson Chandler, the young Tyson Chandler, yeah, David West. Uh, yep, there you go. It, it was no eighty yet. Um, Mo oh Peterson. Lord, Oof. I mean, I, 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 used, I used to do some work in that. Uh, yeah, I know those guys, man. Yeah, I know, knowing as hell. <laughs> but you know, you, you look at this Phoenix squad and seventeen game winning streak. JaVale McGee, again, just doing what he does, man. I'm I'm glad his career didn't go downhill because of Shaq, you know, Mm -hmm. and he's an Olympic gold medalist, uh, two, uh, three-time champion, twice with the Warriors, one with the Lakers. Mm -hmm. So he has that under his belt, uh, proven veteran, uh, Mm -hmm. lightens the the mood of the room. So, you know – and from all accounts, has an a incredible work ethic. Mm-hmm. But, oh, 
Man, I got to – here we go. Man, I got to hear you this roster. Now you, you want to love this. Okay. Your GM. Sean Marks was on that team. Julian Wright, I was right. You said David West, Bobby Jackson, King's legend. Chris CP, Gennaro Pargo, Pedro Stokovich, Tyson Chandler, James Posey. James Posey. Oh, uh, Morris Peterson, another dude I couldn't stand with you playing with, Rasul Butler. Uh, I, I Mike, yeah, Mike James, Chris, I ruined the dunk contest, Anderson, okay. and Hilton Armstrong. Another guy, another guy from Connecticut that didn't pan out. Um, you know what? That's actually not a bad roster. No, that's not bad. It's just, it's just yeah, it's definitely not seventeen straight I, wins. Good. Mm-hmm. No, it's bet. That's a lot. It's surrounded by bets, but Chris Paul is just he's Hall of Famer for a reason. Top seventy-five guy for a reason. I mean, all he needs is that chip. Man. Nice to see he was he was close. Yeah, he, he definitely was. Yeah, you know, and and this was pretty close to the anniversary of the failed Chris Paul trade to the Lakers, which I'm pretty <laughs> sure changed the fortunes of you know many around the league, and you know the mm-hmm. showed the iron hand of David Stern. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, there was more. More, more, more pushback on that trade than the tampering of the Chicago oh. Bulls oh. <laughs> and Miami Heat. <laughs> yeah, we we just find some second round picks you'll never use. Okay, and that's that's crazy. But yeah, just imagine what would have happened if Chris Paul and Kobe like linked up. Yeah, been nice to see. Been really nice to see. See people I have one, at least one ring. At yeah, least, like a young Chris Paul. Would you think he'll give give the ball up to Kobe? Absolutely. Crazy. He had a hard time giving the ball up to Harden. Listen, that's James Harden now. Kobe's <laughs> Kobe was Kobe. You give him the damn ball. I mean, you see what happened with Jeremy Lin. <laughs> That shot once, he was like, really? Well, all right. <laughs> you won't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think he I think he would have. Chris Paul's he's always been a team guy. You know, he's you know, he has his ways about him, but you can't deny the fact that he's a winner and he's a leader on the team. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And you know, you look back at like those teams and playing two K and whatnot, you know. The Thunder took a 73-point loss to the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the fact – have you ever seen a team take a 73-point loss? No, nah, that was trash. I'm sorry. You hear me? Am I clear? Yeah. yeah that was all kind of dookie. That is the <laughs> dustiest of the dustiest bitches fucking performance. 73 – how bad do you have to play – to lose by 73. That's like playing 2K on rookie and just running up and down the damn court without John Morant. Let's say that again. Without John Morant. Once again, let's hear from the people from the people, the people in the back. They play without John Morant. Do need to be fired. I'm sorry. I think I would have came down as the owner. Listen, this ain't working. You need to get out of here. That 
Oh, God. 73 points. But Memphis have been playing out of their minds because I don't think since, they, since they've lost John Morant, interesting stat, they have not trailed in the game. Yeah. That is what I think they're uh, fourth in the West now. Mm-hmm. Oof, I did not. I'll be honest. I did not see that one coming. Oh, no, no, definitely. not at all. And then, you know, it, it was also hilarious. They were chanting defense at the end of the game. I hope Memphis fans ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is something that I, obviously I don't think we'll, we'll ever see again. And no. the one before that was maybe like 65. I think that was there a couple of times. But yes, it's 73 point loss is just I think me and you can get into a game at that point, you know, once again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think I'm scoring a bucket. We up by 73? What? I'm getting a bucket. Fuck no. Uh, Kevin Knox will probably still be at the end of the bench for this next game. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Coach, can I get it? Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm good. Nah, you park yourself right there. Your, your name is written on that seat. That's your seat. Just in case you you get up, somebody might get into it. No, we, we can't afford that. Nah, B, it's a wrap for you. But, you know, now the hottest the hottest team in the league, the Houston Rockets. Man. Winners of seven straight after losing 15 straight. Uh, I know it was some small rumblings of uh, Silas job being in jeopardy, which I found to be hilarious because yeah, it's a young team and he kind of got railroaded with the trades of Harden and Westbrook. So, mm-hmm. you know, he kind of just got stuck into this position. But it, it seems like Houston's finding their stride and this is all without Jalen Green. Yeah. For real, man. Eric Gordon, he found, found the youth because he's been killing it, man. I picked him up on my fantasy team, one of my fantasy teams. Definitely picked him up. Um, you you got to give it up to these guys. You know, Singoon, you got yep. Daniel Tice. Christian Wood is showing, you know, that skill coming back from injury. Um, is Josh Christopher, is he getting burned? Yeah. So I like that's one of the guys out of the draft I did like. That that was. Yeah. So yesterday was his birthday. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he went eight for eight, eight uh, 18 points, mm-hmm. knocked down a. a Bunch of threes and was just a, a pain uh, in the ass to Harden. So no, he he's he's played well. Yeah, that's that was one of my sleepers in the draft, man. That Houston, they they drafted right. They you they use their picks right, and they got some skilled players, man. They they're all. I think they what Singoon's what nineteen twenty. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's uh, Jalen Green, what is he hit twenty yet? I know KPJ is 21-22. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, that's your base right there. You got a nice base. Plus, if Christian Wood stays, you know, he's still in his mid to, uh, mid-20s. to mid So, I like it, man. This team is – excuse me, Kevin Martin Jr. I mean, it's good. Kenyon Martin Jr. Excuse me. Once again, you can never run away from the DNA. That just – unless you're Jordan's kids. Um <laughs> Sorry. It's true, though. Where's the lie? <laughs> but, told. Nope, just on tape. 
you know, he's getting into the rotation. He, I, I love it, man. That that youth movement. I just love the how they get up and down the floor. They play without fear. They play together. And hey, if you can get something for John Wall, do it. And and I'm glad you mentioned that because John Wall was in a mm-hmm. was in a weird position. So mm-hmm. uh, he went to the front office saying he wants to get some playing time. He wants to come in, and I guess he wanted to start, mm-hmm. but. You know, they had a bench role for him. And I guess John Wall didn't want any parts of that. So he said, you know what, we'll just leave you on the bench. Don't worry about suiting up. Mm-hmm. Now, he's owed $91 million for the next what, four years, I think. Yep. Uh, and I don't think a buyout is in his future. But I don't, I don't think there's a clear ending in sight to this saga for John Wall. Do the Rock are the Rockets out of line for this for this tactic, knowing that they traded for him and then just eventually just not play him? No, no. If they give you a like, listen, can you be a lead off the bench? This is this is what happens. It's kind of like the Kemba situation. <clears throat> take it in stride. You know, do the best you can. Like, listen, hey, I'll take the bench role. Do what you can off the bench. I understand you were always the guy. He's so – when you – are so used to being a guy on whatever team you're on, it's hard to get out of. But you see how young this team is. Lead the guys. You know, play them harder in practice. You know, challenge them. I get it. But, you know, play your role. I mean, play your 15, 20 minutes. Get your money. Because you ain't – wherever you go, where are you going to go? Where are you going to trade? Now you're put into a position where they're just like, oh, screw you. We're not going to showcase you for anybody. Now you're ruining your value. And they could trade if they do trade you. You know, it's not like you can pick where you want to go. They could trade you to some bum ass team in Beirut. And hey, you really screwed. You definitely getting no chip now. I mean, where you think they're gonna trade you to Golden State? Where you think you going? I mean, he ended last year with an injury, and then you know, oh, where the youth movement coming in for Houston, but mm-hmm. I I still think they're they're wrong in this tactic, at least not offering him initially a mm. bench role because they just told him we're not going to play you at all. And you know what? You can just sit on the bench and just, you know, collect your money. At some point, an athlete's pride will kick in. Oh, absolutely. And, I, and I'm sure Houston was not his first destination choice, you know. Huh. But at this point, that contract is untradeable. No, nah, there's no way in hell. Yeah, I heard uh, Kimball Walker for jump. No, nah, absolutely not. It's called, it got to match up, people. <laughs> and it ain't matching up right now. It just won't. Man, that's what happens when you think you hide the most, man. Especially coming off an injury. You got you to gotta play when you can play, try to make nice, and then get the hell out of it. Talk your shit after you leave or something. But... Yeah, I hopefully I think he gets a shot somewhere else because he's too good to have his career in like this. And I'm hoping he goes somewhere and he balls out somewhere. But he just you know, do what you can. You think you think this ends in a buyout? Yeah, yeah. You can't have that negative energy around this young team. It just won't work. Morale, you know, they're playing at a high right now. You don't need this actually getting in the way and ruining what you're starting to actually have and show to the rest of the league. 
yeah, you can't you can't have that guy around Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, and Goons, Jay Sean, you know, Kenny Martin Jr. You can't you can't do that. It, it it ruins it just ruins a lot of things. Yeah, the free John Wall campaign. I don't, yeah, it won't work well if, <laughs> in that environment. Uh, but it, it, going out further west, up in Portland, yeah, so they fire their president of basketball operations for some uh, workplace misconduct. <laughs> you know, I mean, and again, and again, like what a what front office executive isn't fired these days for uh, workplace misconduct? But you know, Lillard again, uh, mm-hmm. rumors of him wanting to play with Ben Simmons, and then. The rumors of you know McCollum for Ben Simmons and then McC- which we said about months ago, which would have made mm-hmm. sense then, but mm-hmm. uh, and then McCollum unfortunately had a collapsed lung, but they, yeah, they, uh, making progress and hopes mm-hmm. to play this weekend. So there's hope for that, but and then Lillard again reiterating that he wants to win in Portland, not request a trade, mm-hmm. and then. Wants a contract extension, two years, hundred and seven million. So he will get paid until he's thirty six, at mm-hmm. fifty five million. All right, CP. <laughs> but um, besides the front office, that that whole thing's a mess. I'm hearing Billups is a mess on that team too. He's not helping a bit. Um, I just have to ask this one question. I don't. All players in the league you can play with. Maybe just because he is just everything surrounding him. But Ben Simmons, the dude that quit on his team, Ben Simmons, the dude that goes into practice and cause, you know, all this chaos, Ben Simmons. Why the hell? I know I get a little bit, I mean a teeny bit, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Why? He can play defense, can't stress the floor. He can obviously pass the ball. He can't shoot. You know, don't you shake your head at me. He can't. Don't you? If you try to, he can do it. He just won't in practice. I don't know. I don't again, know if he can do it. <laughs> again, those summer workout videos are are no joke. Those are not Photoshop. Those are not <laughs> edited videos. Those man, are man, step back, turn right. around, uh, uh-huh. off one leg. You name it, it's in his bag. He just won't do it in a game. Because <laughs> MB will yell at him. When you his child's ugly as fuck. <laughs> Looking like if his game, if his shot met a fit, like if his shot had a comparison of a face, I'm calling it Tyrone Hill. But um don't make me laugh, I'm gonna call. I'm just saying. But God, whew, but like I said, I get it why you wanna play with him, but it's not like that would make you a championship contender though. Like Dane wants to win a championship. They are the worst defensive backcourt in the league. The worst. And they were bad last year. Oh, yeah, they were, they were worse this year. Maybe that's why, yeah, he plays defense, but, yeah, that's not still not going to make your team better because you, you're you going to pretty much gut the talent you have. It's just going to be you and Ben Simmons. I mean, if you look at McCollum would have to be in the deal. Oh, no, it, definitely McCollum. But, I mean, if you look at Portland's uh, – uh, history in the playoffs and their repeated failures, you know, <laughs> it, it's the definition of insanity, you know? Mm-hmm. 
to keep trying the same thing and having this expecting a different result. I mean, at mm-hmm. some point, something's got to change. The, the backcourt defense is awful. Ben Simmons is another ball handler who can obviously uh, get guys into the right spots. Mm-hmm. And their defense would improve dramatically. Not to mention, Simmons doesn't have to play uh, point guard. He can play forward at, at, at that and it, you know, really increase the rotations. And I, and I think a fresh start besides the narrative uh, surrounding him would really do wonders. But uh, that McCollum for Simmons trade has been shot down. Uh, Billups trying to fire up his team, saying, you know, mm-hmm. I've never seen a bench fire up a, a starters or something to that effect. It, listen, Billups, it's clear Billups was not Lillard's choice when Jason Kidd. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you look at these point guards who come in in the league, being an NBA coach is hard. Uh, being one, two elite stars is hard in your first year with championship aspirations. So it's a different perspective when you're holding, and when you're holding the clipboard and when you're uh, obviously on the court having to manage rosters and personnel and you know, tactical uh, strategies. Uh, it's too, I don't know if it's early enough to say that it builds his over his head a bit, but I, I also think that roster really doesn't do him any favors. Mm-hmm. It's just it's a mess on both sides, man. Portland and freaking Philly. They, yeah, I just I just don't see it working in Portland. I really don't. You think all in all, he's he's really going to stay? Because you know, if oh, you answer, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna keep answering questions about him until the end of time. Mm, I think he does stay. I mean, obviously they're not any kind of they're not in any rush to trade him or not even. Well, who knows if they, I doubt they even in talks. But you know, that's the really besides CJ. That's I, the only thing they got going for him. That's it. I mean. I, People come to see Dame. I mean, I, you ain't coming to see freaking the hell shit. I can't remember who's on that. Rodney Hood or something like that. You you're not going to see freaking yeah, Nurkic and, and yeah Nurkic and Norman no, Powell. Nah, no, no, no. Covington. Oh, who you going to see? Like, oh, Robert Covington. Yeah, yeah. Love the way he played defense. Nah, nah, that's okay. <laughs> you know what time it is. Important. Yeah, I I just think the noise would get so mm-hmm. bad that. And eventually, it's just the frustrations of them not winning mm-hmm. will just lead to a breaking point where you know what, something's got to give. And, you know, again, the definition of insanity, you know, it's just at, mm-hmm. that's where loyalty, I guess, will go to a fault. Word. And I just thought, dude, aren't you already frustrated? Like, what the, I don't, what is it going to take for you to just say, listen, all right, we got to cut it. I want to win. I mean, now, but hey, Dame's a loyal guy. I give him that. Yeah. Just don't come on another track saying how loyal we are, though. We know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and, and you, to think how close he was to going to the Lakers. 
You know, mm. now that Westbrook is there, and I think Westbrook is finally hitting his stride. Uh, LeBron finally came came back and you know getting fined for the celebration. <laughs> Kareem didn't like that. No, that you know, ghosts don't do that. Nah, <laughs> ghosts don't do that. They shrug and you know yeah. shrug and keep it moving. Shrug, keep it moving. So, <laughs> Anthony Davis has been the most disappointing player. Oh, um, uh, oh, street clothes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if, if he's not in street clothes, he's playing like the guy who wants an extra shot in the park. In street clothes, just, you know, give me another shot. Brick, give me another shot. He's going gonna to stand on the court until he makes it, and you'll never start it. the game. Yeah. That's how Anthony Davis is playing. Right oh, now. man. <laughs> man. Weekends at Southside to Big Queens. <laughs> ah, memories. <laughs> Damn, like, what? <laughs> we getting old. <laughs> Back yeah. to the subject. Man, yeah, Anthony Davis, I, what the hell is going on? You get that chip and you play like shit? Or what? <laughs> I, I've never seen someone take, you know, he's shooting like 20% from three, even worse in the mid-range area. Oh. You know, he, he tried to put him at the five, that didn't work. If I put DeAndre Jordan where he should be on the bench, <laughs> you know, Dwight Howard is doing Dwight Howard things, mm-hmm. and yet the Lakers are still kind of like hanging around. Yep. Uh, Westbrook finding his stroke. You know, he's starting to play with some aggression, playing like his UCLA days. And, you know, are the Lakers finally coming back? Because, you know, look, look at this. They, they haven't had none. They haven't really played with Ariza. They're missing a lot of pieces. And Malik Monk mm-hmm. has played pretty well so far. But, yes, absolutely. You know, it, it, all said and done, where, where do you see the Lakers uh, finishing this season? Some put them in the uh, play-in game. Others have them top four. I'll give them – I'll go five. I, I'll go five. I think I'll go five. I ain't putting them top in uh, – uh-uh. They they're too hot and cold. I know. I just I think they'll get a five seed and then they'll somehow, I mean, probably get to the finals. Going because you know LeBron's led teams for some reason they just get hot, really hot, and then take the hell off. But yeah, I'll give them. I'll give them top five. You know, I'll show them respect. Just with LeBron and AD on the team, I'm kind of you kind of it's like the Nets. They they look bad and they look good and look really good. But they're still going to be a top team in the East, and, and nothing you can do about it unless somebody you have a catastrophic injury to like KD. Hey, 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 shut but the hell up, man! I, 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 yeah, I said knock yeah. on wood. Shut the hell up, damn! damn. Now, y'all window is closing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't start that. But uh, y'all window, y'all window is closing. Cooking the path marks, man. <laughs> I used to have a path mark card too, and that, that came in that came in real handy to the cold. Yeah, they used, used to hit. Thanks. Yeah, but yeah, Anthony Davis is an interesting case. You know, Barkley was mm-hmm. on him and uh, you know criticizing his play, and my man Ricky, uh, Ricky, uh, in the comments section saying that the age will probably do that team in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a valid point. People made that point all year, and you know, you look at the injury list that LeBron's had. I don't think he's played four straight games mm-hmm. this season. You know, yeah, I don't think so either. That's, that's a team that, that, that definitely needs lower management, which 
You know, mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is a load management in himself. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think they will hit their stride with Westbrook playing better. Uh, now that they're on the court together for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. I, I think they'll go on a run and just start bullying teams because I don't think they ever found their identity. And the other night when they played uh, Boston and just started bullying people in the lane, mm-hmm. uh, I think that, that's who they have to be. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't know what it – I mean, Anthony Davis <laughs> still putting up his numbers. I mean, it's 24 and 10, but he got to dominate, man. You – you went from just unbelievable to just one of the other guys. Yeah, yeah you 24 and 10, but it's, it's like quiet. You know, when AD has an impact on the games, you know it. And it's just, dude, just start dominating games like you know you can. I don't know if he, he's scared to possibly get injured again. I don't know what it is. But, dude, it's everybody's saying it's your team, man. Empty stats, huh? Yep, there you go. Got to be able to, gotta be able to win games. Westbrook did it. I think OKC, they won a shitload of games, though. So just saying. Well, you didn't have no LeBron. Those are facts. Just respect on Russ's name. Again, another completely unrelated update. Dalvin Cook finds the end zone. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Right. Gotta give him the What's... Tiger Woods. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's another Western team we got? Mavericks. Oh, yeah. Let's get into those boys. Yeah, and that's an interesting team because, you know, obviously they lost his 17-point lead the other night. But Mm -hmm. this has been the best KP has played in years. And there are reports. Well, yeah, he's right now he's turned into two-ply. He's no longer one-ply. He's Uh, two-ply. He's he's holding up. You know, you, you wipe your ass. And toilet paper will not fall apart. <laughs> KP's holding up. Uh, uh, nah, I'm, a, I'm still calling him. His new nickname is GTD. And I ain't talking about got the draws. I'm talking about game time decision. Because every time I see a report on him, is that's what it says, GTD. <laughs> nah, that's his new name. He'll play good one game and all of a sudden GTD. What the fuck? What, what happened? Uh, come on, man. Walking low management. Fuck out of here. Hey, you talking about a walking load? That's Luca right now at two sixty. Yo, is he two sixty really? He said he came into camp at like two sixty, and you know you kind of look at it. Harden put him in a blender the other night. He had him leaning on his like front foot, like all out of place. Oh shit! Damn, you know, damn, Luca. MVP, so, huh? Yeah, but listen, when he's backing guys down in the paint, telling him he's too little. Well, at two sixty, yeah, everybody's too goddamn little. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're Zion. <laughs> I think he'll be a photoshopping there. I know he did gain some weight, but some man, they they going to town on him. He need to get for Jim ASAP, man. He trying, he's trying to harden his way out. I really think he is. He's like, fuck this. I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna keep eating until they release. I'm gonna get Robin track the trailer. You know? uh, the Mavs are, are are so inconsistent, even with a star player like Luca and Kid the other night saying that you know Luca is, is trying to complaining for fouls like. It's with the same Somebody said it said about Harden, <laughs> but Luca doesn't get the same criticism. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. these two are the same players. Oh yeah, yeah. Luca does not get the same criticism that Harden mm-hmm. does because Luca hit a few more game winners. You know, sure. and, you know you, I think. Well, one, 
uh, been reports of him wanting to play with Ben Simmons. So I guess Ben Ooh. Simmons, Luca. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, I guess they do need defense too, but I mean, Ben Simmons is it's a darling of the league. Apparently, uh, unless <laughs> obviously he's in Philly, but you know, Goran Dragic. Don't like anybody. Yeah, yeah. Goran Dragic. He he wants out of Toronto. He, I guess once he gets a buyout or uh, something to that effect, he desires to go to Dallas. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, fellow countryman is there, so you know. That, oh, Boban. Oh no 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 Luca Luca yeah, he's yeah, from Slovenia yeah. okay my bad yeah. let's talk about yeah. that but question why are we talking about this damn buyout before the season started well why the hell is didn't happen well Dragic was traded to Toronto oh okay in, okay uh, so in, February uh, the signing trade with Lowry okay okay there so February so, you can't you trade until February right yeah yeah okay so Dragic is like he's making up shit not to play in Toronto. <laughs> Yeah, I got a right, nah. here. Uh, I got a leg cramp over here. You know, my dog's hurt. I don't know. So, <laughs> Dragas wants to go to Toronto, but nah. yeah, Dallas is just weird. And, and Luca has to be better. It's plain and simple. Yeah, and, and I'm going, damn, I was right about him too. All that complaining, inconsistent play. Motherfuckers want to call him the MVP candidate. No fucking. Oh, it. <coughs> oh, 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 shit. Wait. Rematch. Holy smoke. But, um, but yeah, you can't. It just doesn't work like that. It, he's not. Lee's Harder won the MVP. Uh, now now I can say, to say he's not on all this level at all. I'm just. It ain't there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to talk my shit now. Because I don't like tooting my own horn. I hate it. But I'm going to do it right now. Harden won his MVP, led a team. You know, then they go to WCF, you know, did it? Uh, Once? No, wait. Oh, they, no, the Warriors, no, they took the Warriors to seven. Man, they almost yeah, got and then, it. And then shot like 0 for 18 from three. 0 for 18, yeah, that was yeah. terrible. And they, and they still were in the game. But, um, but yeah, that that's the difference, man. You can't – and then the complaining. Harden does too. I, I ain't going to the too much. To the too much, but complains a lot too. But Luca, every little thing. And I kind of glad that he has a coach like Jason Kidd. Dude, that's one person you're going to listen to. That's one of the best point guards ever to play the game. That's one person you should listen to. Like, oh, damn, maybe I'm right. Dude, you're going to get your buckets. You're going to get your calls here and there. Be the, guy, be the MVP. Be the guy you, you know – that you can be, you know, you and Trey Young got traded for each other for a reason. You two great players. You seen what you can do in the bubble. Stop bitching so damn much. You already got a bitch in KP. But don't make yourself a bitch. I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying. Don't. Uh, we haven't heard a peep out of KP though, so he's, you know, he's uh, he yeah. turn his game around and, you know, good for him. But you know, you can't be complaining to the refs. It's transition defense. It's just a whole plethora of things. As a leader of the team, it just looks bad. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it looks awful. Damn sure it does. Get it together. No, you, you mentioned defense. Uh, Draymond Green had an interesting uh, comment to say the other day, where, which I, I think he's right. You know, we all marvel at offensive plays and the dunks and the three-pointers mm-hmm. taken and whatnot. But we mm-hmm. never take a look at the defensive highlights and because, you know, fans don't know what to look for on defense. Now, I know you're 
being on defense, you, you hark on it. You know, what are the things that you look for uh, in a good defensive play? How quickly you can shuffle your feet and get in front of guys, how how you can agitate them. Ron Artest, one of the best, just the guy, he just gets on your nerves, the defensive irritant. He's just getting on you, getting all up in your grill. I love that playing hard defense, you know, being able to actually manipulate it on that side and changing the game on that side, being able to use your hands, slapping the ball away, you know, taking some time off the clock. Um, just being able to just go straight up and defend a shot rather than fouling, which Robinson still needs to do that. He does it sometimes, but uh, it's just so many, like Ron Artest, you know, Draymond Greens, you know, even Steven Jackson, you look at him, that guy's like that. I MJ. I think you're describing Alex Caruso. I, hey, man, like I said, I, I told Matt I wasn't gonna do. I was gonna give y'all guys some respect. Alex Caruso, he's an irritant. He is a defensive irritant because you you don't want to dribble the ball around him because you looking this way, he gonna come out and oh, go, and then here he goes, he off to the races. But listen, he he's been worth every penny, and I think defensive guys don't get the respect that they deserve because they put in so much work on one end. And people don't see it, but there's just so many ways you can affect the game. You know, if you get Stephen Curry to shoot freaking three for three for ten or three for eleven, you won. I'm sorry, dude. Just stuff like that. You guys that can get in your ass, it, they're great to see, and they're undervalued. Macal um, Bridges. Yes, that dude. Yeah. Three and D to the fullest. He locked down Harden. He's locked down Randall. He's locked down Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if there was a vote today, I'd probably have him as defensive player of the year. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I would really agree. I've always liked PJ Tucker. His mm-hmm. uh, defensive principles, his, his toughness. You know, like he obviously plays Durant, uh, the toughest. He played Giannis last night. Real, real tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you mentioned defensive players getting no respect, and that's Rudy Gobert. He gets yeah, no. Nah. That dude is <laughs> he can't do anything else. He's gonna play some defense. He's he's gonna affect the game. Like you're just not getting in the paint. He's gonna have you. Yeah, he'll, skip. he'll alter some shots, but he's he's awful as a perimeter defender. Oh hell, he's slow as hell. I mean, elite, <laughs> elite at rim protection, but. Oh, absolutely. He won't guard the best. He won't. I can't say he won't guard the best uh, offensive player because it's, that's hard to do if mm-hmm. your best offensive player is at the point guard position. Mm-hmm. So Paul was not going to go bear with eat Chris Paul for lunch, just like Devin Booker. Oh, obviously. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of true. But you got, you know, the Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, very underrated defender. He's pretty good. You know, Kawhi, when he plays. I mean, it's just so many guys there. You look down the list, Jimmy Butler. You got CP. Paul George, he's another one. I mean, he's not as good as he was in Indiana, I'll tell you that, because he was locked down. But he can still get up in you if he has to. Marcus Smart, one of my favorite defenders in the league. I mean, he, he prides himself. I love guys that pride themselves on defense. You know, it's obviously you're skilled enough to score anytime you want, but if you can put that working on the other side, that's why I like 3 and D players. They can shoot the lights out, but of course, Mikael Bridges. Another reason I wanted him on the Knicks. 
This is another reason I hate the Suns. But um, I, re- I really wanted Mikel Bridges. I, I really did. I just yeah, I kept and, and he he picks up guys like full court. Yeah, so it, it's his all game, full court pressure. You know, but physicality. It you know mm-hmm. it takes a lot of effort, a lot of there's a lot of stamina involved. Mm-hmm. To, you know, weigh these guys down and then having to worry about your offensive game. So you look at the elite two-way players like Kawhi and Paul mm-hmm. George, I mean, it's it's rather impressive and outstanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just you know, usually when you think of offense players, you're going to get beat on the other side of the end, uh, other side of the court. But some guys, you just don't. You, you really got to just the whole game, you got to pay attention to them. But it's Nothing better. Nothing better than that. Like, you know, Scottie Pippen's salty ass. I mean, one of the best, you know, defensive players ever. I mean, he was another one. Um, even LeBron, at one point, he was a really good defensive player. I mean, yeah. I mean, Pippen's defense is elite on the court. Off the court, it is god-awful. So, he, could, know, he couldn't so defend the future translate. for nothing. You're right. He couldn't defend the future for nothing. When he say protect home court, he damn sure did. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> damn, Scotty. Now I got to read that book. I hope you put that in there. Got me coughing some of my microphone. Damn it. <laughs> man, 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 I'm telling you. I got to read that book because I want to see if anything's like that in there. Can't be all about Mike. No, I, I've never seen. I've never seen a player so salty. He makes never. me love Michael Jordan. Like seriously, where he was at. No, I, I, I really, I really am taking Michael Jordan's side. <laughs> and, I, and, that, and that's hard to do. Yeah, it is, and I can't. I can't stand. Like, yes, I will say, he's one of the goats. He's not the goat. And I'm going to keep saying it to people. I'm never going to change my mind. But yeah, Scottie Pippen's acting like a real, you know. Dab, per se. Oh man, uh, it. Yeah, I'm. I'm left speechless. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, uh, man, who else we got? Man, we didn't get the East no low. What are we doing, man? I you mean, know, I mean, Cleveland looking got... good. Jared Allen. Yeah. Uh, Evan Mobley. What? You know, uh, Kyle Kuzma. Made a game-winning three last night, so shout out to him. Uh, you know, it, it, he's just looking good. Uh, so far, there's a lot more parity. Bucks are coming back. Heat oh, yeah. struggled a little bit with uh, Jimmy mm-hmm. being out uh, mm-hmm. for a bit. Bam, out of bio now, out four to six weeks. So, uh, trouble. Next, next man up for Miami. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boston's kind of just, you know, Stringing along. Oh God! You know, Jalen Brown is, uh, I think, out. Jason Tatum been, again. Yeah, I'm, no, I mean, you know, Tatum's been doing his thing for a bit, and Billy's trying to get back on track. But now with Embiid coming back, and uh, so he had COVID, mm-hmm. and I don't know how true uh, his statement was about him. You know, really feeling out of it, thinking he was like on his way out, and yeah, all that because you know, Embiid's like a a troll, so yeah. Uh, 
but I, I kind of tend to believe he really was out of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he struggled the first few games back, but had 45 and 15 the other night. Really trying to get their way back into the yeah. standings, mm-hmm. even without Ben Simmons. And, you know, Tyrese Maxey's played well. So was Shake Milton, Tobias Harrison, Seth Curry. Seth Curry. I mean, uh, if you thought last year was fluke, uh, you thought wrong. <laughs> You're dead wrong. But, yeah, the East is definitely, when you say parody, man, it's because it's between the uh, Say say it again. I'm not counting the Raptors on them. Who who cares? So you got 76ers at 14 and 11, Cavaliers at 14 and 12, Hawks at 13 and 12, Hornets at 14 and 13, Celtics at 13 and 13, Knicks at 12 and 13. So this this is gonna be a dog fight, man. This is gonna get real interesting. Knicks better get their ass in that six seed or something. Yeah, and it's funny, you mentioned the Pacers, and now everybody's on a trading block. Oh, oh man, what bonus, happened? Bonus, Miles Turner. I'll get LeVert. Listen, I, and, uh, and I said in the offseason, Rick Carlisle was a bad hire. Man. I... Any worse than Luke Walton, though. Yo, shout, out, shout out to the Kings actually winning some games. <laughs> shout out to the Kings. Really yeah, that, that was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. But the Pacers in forever mediocrity, you know, not really using Miles Turner as to the best of his abilities. Sabonis has played mm-hmm. well this season, but mm-hmm. they made a lot of moves and haven't really made any inroads. No. Where, do you, where do you see like any of these guys going? Uh Miles Turner. And I'm going to say it again because it's like a perfect fit for him. Austin, use your damn picks. Like, what are y'all waiting for? Like, what? Dude, go get that kid. I could see him going there. I know I, I, people said I heard rumblings on the net and here and there talking about some bonus to freaking um, Golden State. That would be interesting, though. I'm not even going to lie. That'd be interesting. His passing skills with Curry there and Clay. Oh God, how you can find those guys? Um, shit, I would like to even see. Ah, Portland, go with your dad do this thing. I mean, I would like that. Him and Dame, McCall, that that'd be nice. Put him on a team out there. Um, who else they got? Carol Savert. Excuse me. Ah. This is like a tough one. I mean, there's there's teams that need need like a wing like him, though I will say. But I know they would be hesitant to give up high picks because of his injury history. Mm-hmm. That he might actually stay there. They need some kind of building block between him and Duarte. Well, I love that kid can play. It's another one I thought the Knicks would get, but it's all good. Um, yeah, you you talk about mediocrity. This is like bottom of the East now. Like they went from one of those consistent teams to. But yeah, Rick Carlisle ain't doing no damn favors. I'll tell you that. No. But play the Knicks. You'll feel better about yourself. Uh, I don't know. I, I could I could see Levert in Philly. I could also okay. see him in, I could also see him in Dallas. That yes, there you go. Dallas. That's all. If they can get another wings, a uh, consistent scorer, they would be really damn good. With yeah, some help, 
Yeah, you know, a, a second ball handler. Yeah, and, and you know, someone who can obviously score in spurts, really, mm-hmm. really make a, a, a huge difference in you know, what they do. Mm-hmm. Sabonis, I mean, yeah, him and Golden State would just be complete. I don't be great. For the rest of the league. And they got, and that's the thing about Golden State, they have the pieces. You can throw Kaminga or Moses Moody in there, and I, I think he'll take all three. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? You still got Steph. Clay, Gary Payton the second, Draymond, I mean Wiseman. You think Wiseman had to be in that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it has to be in that deal. Okay, okay, that's the third one then. But yeah, why not? But yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think that's the play. Indiana's gonna break that up finally and really pick a direction in which they they want to go to because mm-hmm. sitting in the middle in in basketball was just pure hell. Hmm. Got to take that next step, and that's and that's my whole problem with the Knicks. They got to be able to take that next step. There's no, it's no good, you know, staying in the six or seven spot now. I'm not going to say fourth because I don't know if they're going to get there. But when you start, you know, treading water at the line I hate from Jerry Manuel, it becomes a problem, and it can't happen. I mean, you blame Tibbs all you want, and th- and this is see. And now I see how he can get the rep, but he can't really get the blame on it because the players aren't playing to their abilities. They're not playing hard enough. I'm sorry. You know, you could say, oh, he makes them practice too hard. Listen, sometimes that's when you win the game is in preparation. I'm just, I'll tell you that right now. And dude's playing just lackluster, missing open shots. I see why he would get frustrated. You know, guys get too complacent, like Julius Randle. He's getting too complacent. You know, the complaining. That's another thing that's spiked up in the league. The complaining, it needs to stop. You know, you don't get a call. You don't start yelling. You don't start looking at the refs and yelling at them. And then halfway down the damn court, somebody's running down for an easy two because you want to complain. That that, that has to go. You know, play, play hard. If you don't get your call, whatever, move on. I mean, or say what you can just look at them quick, say what you gotta say and move on. But this this stopping and complaining, no. You can't you can't have that. That's losing basketball right there. You go from the fourth seed and I ain't gonna say darlings of the league, but you know, Knicks are back kind of stuff to up oh, here we go again. But yeah. I ain't gonna wanna I don't wanna spend too much time on the Knicks, but yeah, they gotta make a trade. Yeah, I, I, I hear you, man. It's you know, it it's competitive basketball, but it's also frustrating. To watch, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, you've seen the high, uh, high point, and now you're just like, mm-hmm. oh shit, fuck it, we're back to where we were before. I don't want to watch. Here, here we go. Yeah. Uh I still, I still watching. I, I sat there and watched because I like the they get the ass kicked. I like to really start. Must be my old age, but I start just really dissecting everything they do. Well, here we go. Why you weren't over here, and why are you going this way? Yeah, it's just freaking weird. I never used to do that. But I take the time when they get an ass and when they win, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is great. When they lose it, yeah, you start really digging into it. But most of experience, man. That's true. It's definitely true. I guess we'll close out with this one. Now, you made an interesting post uh, in the group today. Uh, is Kevin Love Try. a Hall of Famer? If his injury history wasn't like it was, and I'll say he had – three or four more injury-free years, yeah. 
I mean, he's border. I think he'll be borderline or a little bit under. He'll have a case. Don't get me wrong. He'll have a case. He put up numbers in Minnesota, kind of crazy. But, yeah, I got to look at the stats tonight. But I'm going to say borderline and then look at his stats and then go from there. Because, like you said, we if you remember one of the episodes that we did, we went from the guys that were in the Hall of Fame to the guys now. And, listen, <laughs> some of those guys are yeah. What? Yeah, it definitely makes you wonder. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think uh, Kevin Love and like Anthony Davis would be on the same <clears throat> on the same plane. Mm. Because Minnesota Kevin Love and New Orleans Anthony Davis. Mm. Surefire, top seventy five, Hall of Famers, like no doubt. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, the, the injury history is, is something. If I had to sway one way or the other. Mm. I wouldn't lean towards no. That's fair, man. So right now, let's do his stats right quick. Uh, 17.9 points a game. He's rebounding. He's a double-double guy for his whole career. That's big when you get, you're, getting, you're putting up your number. Because he used to put up like monster rebounding numbers. Oh, yeah. Which was freaking 30 20 games and 20 20 games. He, he was doing it. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see the points. Hey, LaMarcus Aldridge, look at him. Did he, did he get 20,000? Oh, it's close. Yeah, he did. He okay. Did. I said, you've reached that mark. You're gone. Um, that 20,000 points? Yeah, damn. So, yeah. don't love this at 20,000? No, 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 hell no. I'm, not, I'm looking now. They're not helping me. I'm trying to find it. Put the spreadsheets when you need them. <laughs> Felipe, where you at? Damn it. Uh, oh, man. I'm going to find it. I hate when do this. Again, another unrelated note. Delvin Cook scored another touchdown. Now look at him go. Yeah, man. That, that late addition into the lineup is really paying dividends. <laughs> Because <laughs> at about yeah. seven o'clock, he was on the bench. I just happened to to like be scrolling, <laughs> and so he was in. So I had to make the late scramble. That's crazy. He got thirteen thousand four hundred ninety six points. Oh hell no, he ain't getting in. <laughs> hell, oh, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. Let's see the total rebounds. Now I got to see this. 8,255. I mean, you get 10,000, 10,000, yeah, maybe. But I don't know if you're going to play that long, though, especially with well, the mental aspect of it, of what he's been going through and fighting that. Yeah. But, hey, he had a solid career. He got a ring. Yeah, hey, that is true. He got money. He got his He got his dough. Can't go wrong with that, man. Agreed. We've seen a lot of Hall of Famers go ringless, so. Yeah, well, especially the one in your shirt. Shut the hell up. <laughs> anyway, I right, cut the show now. We'll see y'all later. Thank you for joining right. in. We appreciate it. <laughs> right, thank you. Thank you very much. Motherfucker. Oh, man. So, I know we're a couple of weeks away from Christmas, man. You, all your shopping's done. All that's good. I done two weeks ago. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing around. <laughs> Supply chain ain't getting me. I work with that nonsense. I ain't, I ain't killing you. Catching me while my kids are sleeping. Everything in the basement ready to go. I gotta make like this fat bastard 
taking all my hard-earned hours, excuse me, my wife hard-earned work, taking all the goddamn credit. But it's all right. We're going to be in the Christmas spirit. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's a good-looking tree behind you there, too. Thank you. Yeah, this is pretty nice. Oh, shit. I forgot to light it up a while. <laughs> oh, man. In, in the El- giving Elves spirit. are out. Absolutely. That's, that's what's up, man. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, well, your holidays get there. You and your, your daughter have a good one. Yeah, same to you, next, brother. Absolutely. Next Thanksgiving, get your ass up here. You are invited. Yeah, hopefully it's COVID nonsense is over. Yeah. I'm going to get a booster shot at some point. So. Yeah, I'm looking into that too. Me, the, the kids and I, Lucio, yeah, we got to gotta get that going. Yeah, yeah, it's it's something else, man. But, you know, in the holiday spirit, I, I, if you're not affiliated with the life groups, I, I know that in our baseball group, we run a secret Santa. Uh, yes. run by a good friend, uh, Joey, he does it every year. It's always a success. Uh, you know, in, in the spirit of giving, uh, it, to, to see everyone's uh, faces in the comments section mm-hmm. when they receive their gifts or they show a video and the pictures and whatnot, it's always uh, refreshing to see that, you know, what giving is usually much better than uh, receiving. So, I agree. Uh, shout out to Joey and you know, Secret Santa and another difference of the life groups. So, I think this was a just a pretty good one here, man. Uh, Absolutely. We'll you know, catch you in another. This is ooh, two weeks might might be right before Christmas, so uh, we'll we'll yeah. see how that yeah we'll see how that goes and, see how it and goes. Uh, we'll, we'll have some more action in the league. Probably have about five more fights until then. So <laughs> we got action. We got it everywhere. We got, we got action. Um, That's it. Thank you, brother. Thank you for those tuning in, and uh, you know. Till every, till next time, everybody. Oh, well, out. Sir, all out.